broadcasting from the Any Hour Services podcast studios. I'm your host, Mike Wilson. And on this episode of In the House, we're going to be talking about uh, what you can do before you call a technician out if your furnace goes out um, and just how to avoid that whole situation. Let's go. Everyone dances. If that song had been playing in your head all those times, you guys would have been, you know, dancing along with. Maybe. Well, Kevin, you would have. I, I mean, maybe. You swayed a little bit. Like it, it's easy to I like. Have, like I have oh, a natural swagger. I like to call it. <laughs> and so, yeah, you put some tunes on, some tunage, and yeah, I'll, I'll do a little head bob. Okay. <laughs> put on some tunage. Uh, in the house is a podcast about the major systems in the house electrical plumbing heating and air conditioning each week i'm joined by a panel of experts we pick a topic and we discuss it in depth at what number episode do you think i'm going to be able to like stop saying that because you always told me be like oh you're going to be picking up new listeners and like you know how long do i do that because like we still pick up new listeners we still don't have very many of them tell your friends i was going to say how many uh what are you up to now 10 well, I don't know how many Eight. listeners or subs. Do they tell us how many? They don't even tell us how many subscribers we have. Podcast really? analytics are horrible, huh. but we can see how many downloads we've got. And we're averaging about 150 a week or per episode or something like that, which is pretty good. Um, most of the people are here at any hour. So we're still trying to branch <laughs> the family out and like get the word out about the show. But Kat, uh, Kathy's one. I don't think she is. You give her way too much. Credit she watches your episodes and, get, and then I'm you get doing. in trouble for what you said. Yeah. Remember that one you were like, Oh, but I had to show her that one for well, some then reason. You getting in trouble was your fault. Oh yeah. I didn't say it wasn't my fault. <laughs> you were like, babe, look at this. This is hilarious. One, one thing I've Why learned. Are you so bad? <laughs> one thing I've learned is if I'm going to get in trouble, it's going to be me. Trust me. All right. Well, yeah. that works. Um, I've got Kevin and Richard here with us today. They're managers over the HVAC service and install departments, any hour services. I, are you guys both? I know Kevin, you are outdoorsy cause you just, you did your little Alaska trip. Was it fishing or hunting or both fishing, fishing? Mm-hmm. And I've seen you Richard on one of our zoom meetings with your AR, um, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, outdoorsy and militant, and, militant tendencies. Uh, okay. There's a difference. Are you, do you yeah. consider, consider yeah. yourself a militia member or like out, <laughs> outdoorsy? Definitely outdoorsy. Outdoorsy. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, fishing or hunting, which do you prefer? Hunting, hunting. I do more fishing. You do more fishing. I like them both. Got yeah. it. Uh, well, because I remember sometimes when we do our Yuba Lake trips, you'd be out there fishing. Mm-hmm. What do you call a fish with two knees? Ooh. I might have to slap you after this one. I got nothing. A toony fish. <laughs> <laughs> where, where do you get these? <laughs> Don't worry about where I, I get them. You just, you just keep reacting. What, what is it? Laffy uh, Taffy's? What is, what is it? The those, candies? Those are Laffy Taffy's. Are they? Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Oh, my mic's loose again. Um, who's who's here on the left? La- uh, Chasen. He, like I told a joke, and he's like, I got a Laffy Taffy joke, and he told it. I don't even remember what it was. But like, uh, yeah, Laffy Taffy's. But like, I like dad jokes, and and so I've I've kept, I told Chasen and, and Jesse when they were in doing the Drains podcast, I was like, they were like, oh, is this, is this a thing now? And so now I kind of think it is because I'm like working on like these unassuming setups, you know, like I'm like, oh, you guys outdoorsy? I was the whole point of that question was so that I could get around to like throw you off a little bit and ask you, uh, what do you call a fish with two knees? It worked. Yeah. So anyway, so I have a, I have a spreadsheet whenever I hear a, a joke that I like, I'll, I'll, I'll hide it away in this sheet and I'll go, uh, you know, refer back to it if I need to go ahead. What do you call a guy with a rubber toe? 
<laughs> I got it. <laughs> Roberto. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's pretty good. That is good. Uh, when does a joke become a dad joke? When a dad tells it. Mm-mm. When it has a baby joke. Mm-mm. When it becomes a parent. <laughs> Sing! All right. Uh, have we have we started the show yet? Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, we have. Oh, you this hit, is rolling. You hit the button. Oh, okay. I hit the button. That's right. That's right. Um, what is today's show about? What did I say? Oh, oh. Before you call a technician, <laughs> things you want to try before you call a uh, technician if your furnace goes out. So I'm sure that you guys get this even more than I do. But during the winter, do you have? friends and people text you being like, Hey, my furnace is out. Any, any advice? Mm-hmm. A lot. Okay. So it happens to you a lot. That's good to know. I'm not the only one. Uh, I would assume that if I knew more things like you guys do that I'd be hit up more than I am, but I think I'm just the only person they know. And the videos that I put out, make it look like I might be an expert of cr- some sort. <laughs> I've, I've been, you've been asking me a lot of questions over the last, what well, it's been months now. You mm-hmm. actually asked some good questions to pick it up pretty good. So you're doing great. Sweet. Well, uh, a lot of times we don't find out until after work or in the evenings um, that the furnace isn't working, right? Or sometimes if the temperature does like a sudden drop and we don't find out until that really, really cold night. So I'm sure um, that if there were some things that you could try before you called a technician, because... I mean, we just did an episode uh, a few episodes ago about common things that they'll go out. There are some simple things that you can do yourself. You might not even realize that you're causing your own furnace problems, but your furnace might not be broke. It may be one of these simple things. So let's go over some simple things that people can try um, that might just get them through the weekend or, or overnight until they can uh, you know, get somebody out there to take a look at it. So what are, what are the simple things that people need to check? If their furnace isn't working, what do they need to do? So I think first and foremost, before you do anything else, go make sure that your thermostat is set to heat, mm. right? Make sure it's set to heat and then make sure your batteries are good. Okay. A uh, couple of really easy things that get overlooked a lot, right? Uh, especially in like my house, I got lots of people that can reach a thermostat now. Mm. And you know, there's times when they could have done whatever, but batteries is a big one also. That makes a lot of sense. Like people, like kids being able to, or short people, um, that can like reach the thermostat and either intentionally mess with it or accidentally. I always thought of making sure that your thermostat is on the heat setting. I always thought of that as one of those tips that you give at the beginning of the season, but you could like stop giving it as the season went on, because it seems like one of those that you might forget about. You're like, Oh, it's cold. The first cold night you go and you try and use the thermostat and it just won't get hot. Uh, maybe it didn't get switched over, but you do you come across it a lot even during the season? Not so much in the season. Uh, once they switch it over, it's typically not there, but like Kevin said, the batteries could be an issue. The screen could be blank mm-hmm. because of batteries or something like that. You know, it's funny because I came in the office a couple weeks ago here at our place and it was cold and I was like, man, it's cold in here. Like two or three days later, I finally looked at the thermostat and I realized it was still set to air conditioning. <laughs> so it was never even turned it. Nice. So that's what he's doing, but that was the first of the season. So gotcha. typically once mid season, we don't have that, but batteries is batteries still- is definitely one that I'll like tell people all mm-hmm. year round, like check that out. If, especially, I mean, so many people don't like 
might not even realize that their thermostat has batteries or like if you're listening think about like when's the last time you changed your thermostat batteries like until i started like looking into things i don't think i ever changed my thermostat batteries last a long time so okay cool so checking the thermostat uh make sure it's in heat mode and that the batteries are good what's another thing that people should check make sure the power switch is on on the furnace okay make sure that it's actually got power it wasn't turned off for whatever reason or bumped or somebody messing with it to make sure the power is turned on. That's, that's a good point. You could have, uh, you know, tripped a breaker or like you mentioned, uh, uh, you, you mentioned you see a lot of switches in storage rooms where, you know, maybe the kids got in there, they're playing around, or maybe you, if you're using it as a storage room, maybe you accidentally bumped it and you don't realize, uh, that that's the case. So making sure that you've got power going to it. One thing that, uh, usually, especially when people call me and Mm -hmm. they're like, Hey, can you help me out with this over the phone? Um, one of the first things I ask him is, is there any air blowing at all? Mm. Right? Because if the air is blowing and it's just blowing cold, you know, the power's on, you know, the power's on. Okay. And so that solves, you know, it's all process of elimination sure. when you're doing diagnostics anyway. And so that tells me a whole bunch just right there. Um, but then knowing where the switch is, you know, cause it might get down to where you need to actually cycle that switch off. You know, how do you fix a computer, Mike? <laughs> you reset it. <laughs> you turn it off and you turn it back on. You know, every now and then, not saying that's how you would fix the furnace, but uh, there does come a point when you might need to do that. Mm -hmm. And so anyway. So since we're on power, um, I would say, because are there furnaces that don't have like an LED error code thing? There are. Yes. Common? Uh, They're they're typically going to be an older furnace. An older one. Yeah. So most furnaces nowadays. Yeah. They're going to have, so when you, if, if your furnace isn't working, maybe the first thing, uh, you know, go down and check and see if the power's on, if the power is on, uh, before you start messing with other stuff, uh, you know, and get to the point where we're resetting the furnace, check and see if there's an error code, because if you do try a bunch of things or, you know, the handful of things that we're going to give you and that doesn't fix it, you know, maybe resetting the furnace, uh, erases the error code so it'd be a nice chance to record it so look there's usually a viewing window on the door and if you look through that window it usually is made so that it lines up with that uh, led and if it's blinking red and any kind of combination of short blinks long blinks or just straight blinks like record whatever you're seeing because it'll usually do a series of blinks and then it will stop for a little bit and it's just a repeating error code Mm -hmm. um, that happens there are there any uh that have like a number readout yeah. there yeah, are there are okay cool that makes it easier. you get like an h8 or something like that or an e22 yeah oh, there's cool. definitely those those are the ones you're going to see are a little higher end furnaces yeah. gotcha a little pro tip for you uh always check the error code before you mess the power switch can't yes. tell you how many times i've gotten there i've reset it and i've realized crap what was the code mm-hmm. and now it works perfectly it's like what was the code that would help me eliminate yep. always check the error code before you mess with that power switch okay uh, what are some other things that, uh, people can try? We've got, you know, check the power, record the error code. You talked about the thermostat, making sure it's in the heat setting and, uh, batteries. Uh, what, what else? I definitely would get down, go replace the filter, mm-hmm. go check it anyway. Okay. You know, I mean, that's one of those things that gets, it's easy to forget about. And sometimes a reminder is, Hey, things quit working for a little bit, Yep. you know? And so in that scenario, depending on, on what's been affected, you might replace the filter and like I said, need to cycle it off, turn it back on, and see what happens. You know, it might just fire right back up. It might not though, mm-hmm. but it might. Well, I mean, airflow is like 
the most important thing when it comes to like your system, right? Cause you're creating all of that heat and it's gotta be able to distribute it throughout the house. Otherwise, if that heat just sits there, all of the safety switches that are built into that furnace, things start overheating, things start tripping off. And you know, the furnace is trying to go into self-preservation mode to make sure that it's not dumping gas, fire, like all kinds of things into the house. When in reality, like, oh, you just didn't, it's not able to move enough air because of that, uh, that filter. So checking the filter, um, a lot of times that like we're talking about that airflow and stuff like that, if you're, and we get these calls all the time, my furnace is blowing air, but it seems cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of furnaces have that as a safety feature and that's just kind of alerting the homeowner. Hey, there's a problem here. So we get there and it's in like a kind of a safety mode. Oh, so if, if the furnace is not working, it'll still turn the blower mm-hmm. on yeah, just so to like, like blow cold air. So like we talked about that flame sensor in that previous episode a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. talks about, you know, the flame sensor turns on and off. Eventually it will flash a cold. It'll probably be something like ignition failure, mm-hmm. but the blower motor will run mm. and it's kind of alerting. It's kind of like when you get a sick, you get a cough. It's kind of alert, a little bit different, but alerting you, Hey, there's a problem. It's That's the same good. thing with that blower motor. That's a good idea. I'm glad they thought Symptom. of that. <laughs> uh, speaking of airflow, how, I mean, I usually will tell people to, you know, go around, make sure the vents are open in the house. Cause I mean, the same way, it doesn't matter what's restricting the airflow. If the airflow is being restricted on either end, like either the return or the supply, you're going to have a similar effect because a lot of people don't realize that air has mass <laughs> and it's got to be able to like, there's a reason that there are the registers throughout the house because you've got to move a certain volume of air out and bring that back in order mm-hmm. for it to work properly. And a lot of people will, they'll shut vents because, uh, you know, they think they're saving energy or they've got rooms that they don't use. I found in my house, the vents are on the floor and the older they get, it seems like the easier they like, I mean, the, it, the kids could just be run across the floor and it seems like it would vibrate shut or, or my kids like, like, uh, they'll just get hot or cold and they're like, Oh, I'll just control it here with the vent. And <laughs> you, you were, you were telling us that in the summer, is it the summer that your wife will like? Yeah. When, when it's blowing cold air, yeah. the AC, she gets cold easy. So she'll go around and cover vents, close all the vents yep. instead of adjusting the thermostat. And she like, I mean, she like bury them with stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's it's fun. That, that's a good. On your returns on your house, Mike, are they blocked? On my return airs? Yeah. No, I don't have furniture up against. I might have, it, interestingly enough, one of them, it's in the um, front room and there's a dining table, so there's nothing blocking it. And then there is a return air. I don't know why they put it here, but um, a return air in the boys' room and the door opens up to the return air. So if they leave the door all the way open, there's no louvers in the door. And so that could block the return air. Um, but there's a, there's a little bit of a gap underneath it, but I try and it doesn't, it won't stay open unless they block it open and they, you know, being teenagers, a little door shut. But that particular, uh, return air, it goes down into the crawl space and it's like they hobbled it together. I'm pretty sure that it is just pulling like that there's a big gap into the crawl space at that return air. And it's just sucking that fine dust that's mm-hmm. in the crawl space into it. Cause I swear I, I changed, I had the ducts worked replaced in the house and I still have to replace the filter so often. And there was, when we replaced the duct work once 
the return air was working so good that it would actually hold the door open. It doesn't do that anymore. And I think what happens is it was just, it was, it popped a, a seal or something on whatever they have in that particular part of the return air. Why were you asking if my return airs are blocked? <laughs> <laughs> a couple minutes later. Cause that's when he talked about closing vents. We got to make sure the returns aren't blocked oh, as well, because yeah, that's, good point. that's where you're try to breathe through a straw or something like that. You pinch it off. It's not going to have any airflow and the same thing with the returns that could cause a problem so make sure your returns are aren't blocked you didn't get a new piece of furniture or somebody put a bag or something in front of it make sure the return errors aren't blocked as well and it always seems like when new houses are built they always put the return errors in the place where whoever the new homeowner is is going to want to put some piece of furniture or a bookshelf or something. And so the homeowner doesn't want to like leave a, you know, a three inch gap off the wall so that it can pull air in uh, or whatever, or move it around. But I don't know. Um, why do they do that? The people that design the house or that put the return air in originally. Mm -hmm. oh, those are idiots. I'll be honest. Easy. When, when they, <laughs> when they design houses, this is the one thing that I've learned. Engineers do not plan on moving large quantities of air, at least not very well. And so when you're going around uh, beams and headers and floor joists flipping different directions and you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Sometimes they go where they can go. Mm -hmm. And you there's times where you don't got much choice in the matter. Now, when a lot of these houses, when they're done, and I'll call them cookie cutter houses, a lot of them uh, are done in a way to where, yeah, you can get the returns in the ideal places, you know, my house, I did my own house. Most of my returns are somewhere in the hallway where I'm not, not even going to be tempted to put any furniture, mm. you know, and, uh, it's just all design of the actual construction of the building. Gotcha. All right. So check the power, make sure you don't have an error code. If you do write it down, uh, change the filter, open the vents throughout the house, make sure the exhaust vents aren't, uh, are not exhaust vents. The, um, return airs aren't blocked. Uh, what's, what's, we talked about thermostat, check the batteries and heat things. What else, uh, before we get to the point where we reset the furnace, cause in my mind, like let's give them a handful of things they can do. And then once you do those things, reset the furnace, see if that like remedied it. This one, I, I can see you guys puzzled. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else. I mean, those are kind of the main things. Like a lot of it's just making sure those things are ready to go. And then after that, it's all internal inside the furnace. My, it's almost a point where you do reset it. Yeah. My, my brain, I'm thinking technician wise, you know what I mean? It's like, mm -hmm. I know where I'm going to go the next, but it's hard to think of where your typical homeowner yeah. would be comfortable going. I'm going to blow your minds. Oh yes. Well, and when I say it, you're going to be like, Oh yeah. Duh. Can't wait. I'm listening. <laughs> Is this, wait, is this maybe, one of those things? Maybe not. A I'm, dad I'm all, joke's coming? <laughs> Am I setting you up for a punchline? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but I'm ching. No, uh, the one that I would tell people, and it's it's not every single time, but I, I'll tell them to go and, uh, if you can, check the exhaust just because it here in Utah, we'll get like a big snowstorm that comes through and a lot of high efficiency um, units. It seems like a lot of them, they vent out the side of the house. And if, if it happens to vent low enough to the ground and the snow piles up and covers the exhaust, then you're, you're choking the exhaust off. Or again, if it's at the beginning of the season, if you can see into the exhaust, you know, looking for uh, a nest or, or something like that, that you can go and check. So, yeah. Yeah. There's several things that can happen with your exhaust pipes for sure. 
the metal ones you up on the roof. You can forget about them. Yeah. Golf totally. balls in there. Like, like you guys balls. forgot about them. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say I forgot. You did. You were like, I can't think of anything Maybe else. Maybe it was one I didn't think was worth mentioning. <laughs> <laughs> so should we tell them to not even worry about it? No. It's, it's, I think it's a good it's idea. It's totally worth it's totally So it's worth, worth mentioning. Totally worth mentioning. Oh, so you just forgot. Um, sure. <laughs> we'll go with sure. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. What were you going to say? Uh, golf remember. balls. I don't remember now. He said golf balls. Oh. I was just making fun of Kevin. Oh. <laughs> Seems we both are doing that too much. Sorry, Kevin. Um, no, I was going to say sometimes your metal flues coming out the roof. Mm-hmm. Uh, not sure how it happens, but man, how many of you seen they get crushed? Yeah, I don't know how that is. <laughs> they, get, they get smashed. Really? Yeah, I've seen them get smashed down to where stuff's just not able to get out of them I wonder very if people good. climb up on the roof and while they're on the roof, they just like use that to hold them up and they end up smashing it down. You know, I it wouldn't surprise me if people get up there and kind of like, prop themselves on it you know, you know i had uh last winter i had a uh homeowner had solar panel installed and long story short they took the solar the uh man their little diagrams and shoved it down the exhaust pipe and left it there and that's what stopped the furnace from working was the manual of their or their install manuals for the solar panels wow. were in my exhaust pipe yeah that's frustrating interesting I was thinking I get on my roof several times a year to like clean the gutters out and to like blow the leaves off and stuff like that. But I, I mean, I know not to like mess with, and my, my pitch is like such that like, I don't have to have anchor onto something to try and hold on. But I always thought that man hiccups. I always thought that that was, I, cause I always leave that one out of my suggestion list. I always think like, Oh, the ones that are low to the ground, like look at those. If you can like see them, I never thought that yeah. like they just, get crushed up you, on the roof you could get some people out there looking around for their stuff coming out the side when that's all they've got is coming up the roof mm, yeah. you know but that i mean legit i've seen it a whole bunch of times yeah it's amazing how much they get smashed i don't know how they do but they do okay so this is where i get to the last one the resetting the furnace that we've alluded to uh you know several times so one go down make sure you got power um check for an error code change write, the f- write the error code down Write the error code down or film as well, it. or film it with your with your camera if you don't know what to write down. Very good, all great ads to the thing. Panel of experts. That's why we have you here. Um, let's see. Change the filter. Open the vents around the house. Make sure the return airs aren't blocked. Uh, check the exhaust. Make sure the thermostat is in heat mode. It has batteries. After you've done those basic things, and that's really the basic basic things that I I get, like feel comfortable telling texting to somebody like hey try these things and then after you do those things then i say reset the furnace and that's you know shutting the power off and then turning it back on because like you mentioned it's a computer and you were like how do you fix a computer and you know the joke is like you're not actually fixing anything when you when you reset it all you're doing is you're clearing the error codes or the messages that have kind of like piled up and bogged the thing down. And so you're, you're giving it a fresh chance to go through the ignition sequence. If you changed the filter and it was that now it's got the right amount of air coming through and it's able to check those basic things. And sometimes those things actually will resolve the issue that you were having. And so I don't know. One other thing that I think might be worth mentioning. Oh, let me, let me type this down. Go ahead. Oh, intense. No, I'm nervous. <laughs> if it's not worth it, I'm be so disappointed. <laughs> One of the other things that I think might be worth mentioning is ask yourself, did I pay my gas bill this bill this month? 
I've, I've had that be a service call. Really? Is my propane tank full? Did I get it filled this year? That actually crossed my mind earlier. Yeah. Does it have gas? <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. I've, I've had that happen multiple times. It's not like the most common thing, but you know, if you, if you're sitting there and you're like, wait, did I set that up right? Or did I actually pay this? Or mm. did I, if you're in a newer house, did I get that switched over into my name? You know what I mean? Yeah. So go out to your gas meter and see if there's a little padlock on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Um, is there anything else that, that you can think of super simple like that, that, you know, people could try? No. The, the only other, the only other thing that's like, not, not as simple as these things. That's really kind of the only basic thing would be, um, you know, if you can see that your furnace is coming on and then going off quickly and it's cycling like that, uh, you know, if you've got an emergency situation and you're just trying to get the heat back on, you could try, you know, cleaning the flame sensor to see if that like gets things back on. But beyond that, you don't really want to be, especially if you don't know what you're doing, like be poking around and try and like mess with things because it can it can um, really put the technician that comes out there at a disadvantage when he's trying to diagnose and troubleshoot because he might find something that you did wrong and think like, Oh, okay, we found the situation and it just prolongs the, you know, the resolution of the, of the thing. So anyway, what I do now, if people call me on the phone, I just say, Hey, our guy, Mike has made some really awesome videos. You should just go watch those videos. They'll probably help you fix it. I, I know you're mocking me. <laughs> I'm not. But that, oh, okay, good. Serious. Well, now, actually, because we made this video yesterday, we went over, you know, five things to try before you call a technician. And honestly, I did it partly for me as well, because I get text messages throughout the winter as well saying like, hey, uh, and, and most people when they call me uh, or when they text me. I'm realizing it's not necessarily for technical advice as much as they're trying to see if I can like maneuver the schedule or something and get somebody out there be like, Hey, you got a technician? Be like, well, yeah, we got technicians, but like everybody in the state of Utah is having issues because it's the first cold night. And, and so you try these five things. So now I'll be able to like give you that link and be like, Hey, here are the first things you try. There you go. Boom. You don't even have to talk to people hardly. I try not to. You just send them a YouTube link. Mm -hmm. Bam. Yep. That's what I try. And that's the show. You got anything to add to this one, Austin? You haven't, you, you've been, you've been uh, quiet. So this episode's going live at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. So hopefully everybody had a really good uh, <laughs> New Year's. <laughs> do you guys do resolutions? Yes. I hadn't even thought about it. <laughs> But I don't tell anybody. It's, it's, like, it's like a wish. It's if you January tell someone, 5th. What do you mean you haven't like thought about it? No. If, if you tell someone they don't come true, it's like a birthday wish. Is it? Uh, for me, they are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had a resolution last year and like to go to the gym, and I went to the gym like January 2nd, so I crushed that resolution out. I was done. Nice. <laughs> so I don't know why everyone else struggled with it. <laughs> well, I mean, we do have our, uh, you know, our annual fat loss competition going on. Uh, anyway. Thanks for listening. (laughs) I hope you found this episode uh, helpful. We'll be back next Tuesday with a new episode of In the House. If you'd like to know more about Any Hour Services, visit anyhourservices.com. I've been your host, Mike Wilson, and you've been listening to In the House. See ya.